Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop. Today, we are talking about... Well, you probably heard from last week. We're talking about our craft beer tour. Yeah, we're uh, very excited to talk about this one, actually. As as we were honest, we were thinking we have to record about this. And yeah. now we're... Um, Here we are. Yeah, so we're, we're just going to hop on in and do it. Hop on in. Uh, I'm Stu. And I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Our tour was put on by a company called Hop On Brewery Tours. I can never say brewery, brewery right. It just seems mm. to muddle it, get muddled in my mouth. Yeah. Probably the, the combination of the W and the R. Mm, brewery. Brewery. Anyway. Yeah. yeah they, um, it was really great. Like, I had a blast being able to taste... What do we get up to? Like twenty six different beers. Um, I'm, I'm going to do a quick count. We we have a list, so I'm I'm, I'm counting. List. So you just do some talking while I uh, count. Yeah, something like twenty six beers, and it was one of the best parts about it is that it was paced really well. So at the last uh, brewery, we didn't feel drunk, like even though we'd had. 26 mm, So 25 25 beers. We collectively between the two of us tried 26 different beers Right Because at the final place Oh yeah, because I had a different one We to both you. chose different beers And mm. we'll we'll come to that You won't believe what we chose <laughs> You probably will Yeah, you, you it, probably Because it's will. beer We chose beer We did, <laughs> we did choose beer uh, Yeah, uh, first stop was a, um, a cafe in Fortitude Valley called Daily Planet Daily Planet Cafe. Yeah, and I, here I was thinking it was going to be like a Spider-Man thing, um, but there was almost no comic book references at all in there. Yeah, no, I was uh, a little bit surprised by the the name appearing to have no relevance to it, but the coffee was nice. Mm, coffee was good. Yeah, so while while we waited for our pickup, we got coffee, as one does while waiting for things. Mm, because at this point, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, this was a, a birthday gift for from my partner and she was keeping it very secret up until the day like the minute before Mm, i I had been sworn to secrecy she'd have suddenly appeared out of nowhere to strike me down (laughs) if i'd given it away too early yeah but that was part of the excitement i had i brought almost nothing with me um and i had yeah i didn't know what was going to happen so i ordered a coffee and then mickle's like oh yeah so uh we're going on a brewery tour (laughs) Yeah, and I I wasn't sure much more than brewery tour either. I wasn't aware that it would end up being a fantastic journey that boosted our knowledge of local Mm. beers by quite so much. Yeah, because we we thought we knew a reasonable amount about beer. Like, I wouldn't say we were like super knowledgeable, but we definitely knew more than the average person, I would say. Um, But we discovered that... We don't actually know that much about it. Yeah, there there were things we didn't know. Hmm. But that's and, good. Uh, yeah. And if you've been following us on Facebook or on Instagram, you'd have seen us tagged in a number of pictures mm. at the breweries that we attended. Yeah. And with a number of the beverages that we consumed. <laughs> and uh, so we, we started 
And yeah, this this episode is going to seem a lot like a plug, and it kind of is, because there really should be more people getting to know, and this isn't just a plug for, oh, come to Brisbane and get to know the local Brisbane craft beer scene. Get to know your local craft beer scene. Yeah. Because there's, it's an untapped gold mine of amazing flavors that we weren't even aware was there. Yeah, the local craft beer scene is fantastic because not only do you get amazing flavors, like you said, you can quite often get to chat to the people that own the brewery. Yeah, absolutely, which uh, we did at at the final place that we went to. Mm. At um, well, I was kind of go through this in in order, but well, clearly we don't, we don't say don't tell them what it is yet. Yeah, uh, at yeah at the final place at we got to chat place, with. We- we got to chat with the owner, and that was really good. Yeah. We got to ask him a heap of questions. Which was fantastic. Mm. Practice our interview skills, which were very poor. <laughs> yeah, to really um, yeah, find out so much more than... Because we, we realised at, at our very first stop at the uh, Newstead Brewing Co., which was mm. our first, first place, where um, uh, Matt, the host of the tour, ran through a whole bunch of stuff with us, some that we knew and a lot that we didn't. Yeah. And I hadn't tried uh, barley before. Yeah, and he, he carried around fresh samples of roasted barley and dark roasted barley mm. and... And hops. Hops, yeah. And he's like... <laughs> we got to try the, the two different kinds of uh, roasted barley, and he said, don't touch the hops because that will ruin your day. Yeah. Um, it, it's got an oil on it that'll just sit on your tongue, kind of like garlic. Yeah. And so we we didn't we we smelled but did not touch, mm. and it definitely smells different out of the glass. Yeah, but you could see where all the flavors are coming from. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was amazing. That was really interesting because, you know, the hops smelled like beer, but but missing something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, we also at um, at the Newstead had a a tour of. Their brewing facilities. I mean, they've actually moved off site now. We were told, and opened a significantly larger facility elsewhere mm, in but, um, in Milton, I believe. Yeah, because they just couldn't match the need anymore. Couldn't mm, couldn't, couldn't keep supply up. Couldn't meet the demand. Yeah, but they still do stuff there at their local Newstead Brewery, and we uh, got got a bit of a look at it. Got taken through, told what does what, yeah. and again we. Knew a lot of the process, but but seeing it in person was is awesome. Yeah, was and awesome. and literally looking inside of the big stainless steel vats and seeing the grate on the bottom that everything sluices through, and mm. it, it gives a whole new appreciation for the effort that goes into producing any beer at all. Yeah, and like we we I would say we have a very broad knowledge of beer and how to make beer like you put you put your hops and your malt or and your barley and your water in a and your yeast into a vat and then hey presto you've got beer but obviously it's much more nuanced than that and seeing the process that was going into it was it was really good to to actually understand that no there's more to it than just throwing everything into a a giant kiln and pressing go yeah and that in <laughs> fact the the type of hops, the amount of hops, the point of the process where they add the hops, all makes a difference to the flavour of the beer. 
Yeah, it all makes sense, but you don't quite realise it until someone explains it to you. At least I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it does. It makes it makes perfect sense. So mm. I suppose while we're talking about all of that, let's talk about what we drank there. Because it was, it was the first point of call, and... Um, and these were very safe beers. Yeah, very, very safe beers. I mean, they, yeah, they weren't a lot of... They were delicious beers, but certainly mm. not a lot of big, bold, risky flavours. These were... I mean, these guys have been around for a while, and they, they know what they're doing to make something mm. people want to drink. Yeah, and if you were to think craft beer, the Newstead Brewery w- makes exactly that. Like... What what you'd think of as craft beer? Yeah, I mean one one thing different that they do though is that their craft beers have a name and a story. Mm. And if you buy a can of beer from every part of their line and put them next to each other in the right order, you get a picture of the Brisbane River. <laughs> yeah, that was quite amazing, impressive on their part from their marketing team. Yeah, That's and it was quite cool. To yeah. see the the Brisbane River lined up on the on the cans next. Yeah, to each exactly. Other. And e- each can has marked on it the location where the story it's named after occurred, mm. which we we thought was also interesting because we we're, we're all about the story behind the drink. Yeah. So the Newstead Brewery has been in a couple of places, but it it's currently now in what was once a warehouse in uh, Newstead, obviously. In Doggett Street. On Doggett Street. And the 74 floods actually flooded this area out. If you line up their cans in the right order, you you get that river. So for to start off with, you've got uh, Out and About, which was a story about the the mayor of... Mayor of Newstead, was it? Yeah, who would... Um lie about what he was doing, they'd say that he was out for a walk, he was out and about, but he was actually drinking at the bar. Yeah, out for a drink. Yeah. And out for a fight. Mm, and the out and about pale ale was uh, a very a very pleasant pale ale I, I quite mm. enjoyed. Yeah, we, we've that had one. that one before. Yeah. Uh, and that was, yeah, it was really good. It was really full-flavoured for a pale ale, because, you know, we were expecting something like a James Squire, which is quite light in flavour. Hmm. But no, very, very, very f- fulfilling. Um, and then you've got the main thing. You've got Jono, three-quarter time, uh, 21 feet, 7 inches, which I believe is the level of the 74 floods. Yes, yes, that was the level of 74 floods mm. reached. Uh, you've got two to the valley and liquid amber. Mm, and uh yeah the the ones out of that that we actually consumed were uh, the main thing golden lager the two to the valley IPA the liquid amber amber ale out and about out and about the 21 feet 7 inches porter which was a very very nice porter mm. I mean, it really, I quite liked the amber ale as well and as as someone who likes IPAs I liked that IPA but it was I think a bit much for some people. Yeah, it's that. That's a one, one and done kind of drink. Yeah, it it's it's so rich in flavor that you only really want one or two mm. at most. And though they they were running out of it while we were there, but we were able to try a very small amount of the drop bear strawberry sour. Mmm, that was really nice. Like really, really tart. Yeah, it, it was unfortunate that we were only able to get about a mouthful each. Mmm. Because they're, 
Yeah, I'd I'd have happily had more of that. Yeah, same. Same Z's. And uh so from from there we ended up at uh, Green Beacon. Yeah. Which I'd seen around a lot, but I hadn't really had any before. So I was it's in the same sort of price bracket as the Newstead. I'm thinking it's going to be about the same in terms of flavor profiles. But it it certainly was not. They had uh they didn't play it as safe. No. As as the Newstead did. Anything but. And in fact, one of the one of the drinks from the Green Beacon, the Seven Bells Passion Fruit Gosa, is what we're drinking now. We are, because that at the time that was the most unique beer I'd had. Like I'd had sweet beers before and not really liked them, but this is not sweet. No, it it tastes like it. It's almost confusing because it doesn't <laughs> yeah. smell like beer. It smells like uh, a passiona or something. It smells like a passion fruit soft drink. Yeah. But when you drink it, it doesn't taste like a passion fruit soft drink, but it doesn't necessarily taste like a beer either. Hmm. It tastes a little bit like a beer. A little but, bit. But like more like a uh, unsweetened soft drink. Yeah. And with uh, a number of subtle undertones and hmm. very complex and interesting flavours. If you get the chance to try it, I do recommend yeah, absolutely. I mean, we also had uh, the Wayfarer Tropical Pale Ale. Yeah, that was which, okay. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mind mm. that. The the Three Bolt Pale Ale. I think that was really good, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I, I think that I, I recall that being a very, very nice pale as well. And the uh, and I think I may be mixing the two together a bit, but I recall <laughs> that the Tropical Pale having uh, actually a bit of a tropical flavour to it. Mm. And... We had a couple of beers that we hadn't, that were nothing like what we'd had before. One tasted entirely like grass, mm, the, or wheat uh, grass. Saison du Belize, I think it was. No, the Saison was one that tasted like Chardonnay. That's right, that's the one we had there that tasted like Chardonnay. Yeah, yeah. and then there was one that tasted like wheat grass. Oh, was that the, the Lucky Break West Coast IPA? That's the one. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, the, the Saison was confusing as well because hmm. it didn't taste anything it, it was like... A, yeah. Yeah. It, it, was it was a beer that tasted like wine. A beer that tasted like a wine. Smelt like a beer, tasted like a wine. Very confusing. Yeah. But, uh, so if you, if you like wine, you'll probably like that beer. Yeah, it's a very nice. Certainly mm. certainly a very pleasant thing to drink. I mean, we uh, we polished off our sample glasses of... Sure did. ...of all of these. and uh, um, No, I think I left the, the you, grass one. You left some of the IPA. Yeah. yeah the, the the Windjammer IPA, I think, was a bit hoppy for you as well. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit rich. Um, but that's okay. There's not, no shame in not finishing your drink. Yeah. Especially, if... especially when you're on a, a mm. taster, when you've got another 20 beers ahead of you. Yeah, and of course, when you're tasting beers, unlike when you're tasting wines, you need to swallow it because a lot of the flavor happens on the back of your tongue. Mm-hmm. And if the bitterness of the hops. Yeah, and if you don't actually have it run right the way down, you won't get all of the complexities and flavours out of it. Mm. So we had to we had to drink at least some of all of them. Yeah, and then so we so we had those, and then we travelled on to Archer Brewing. Yeah, and uh, Archer, <laughs> and I, I remember commenting this while we were there. It um, it felt to me like they. We're trying to be the Bee Gees and make music that everybody likes. Mm. Like, there was 
mostly really safe flavors in the lager, the Pilsner, the Pale. Yeah. Even the IPA had some very, very safe flavors. But then we did hit a few interesting things. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they weren't boring by any stretch. Oh, they, no, they were they, they were, were very nice, and I would drink any of them yeah, again. They were really easy to drink, mm. but they 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 were very safe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then, you know, the, the red ale... Mm, was, that was nice. Mm, it was it was nice. It was unique. It was uh, definitely full bodied for mm. for a, for a red, which you know is basically an amber. Yeah, or near enough. And then we had well, the the strawberry ale. The strawberry ale was nice, which was yeah very a very interesting mixed ale. Mm. And it, was, it was sweet like a a strawberry is because a, a strawberry isn't necessarily sweet unless you mix it with everything yeah and um, yeah it just it tasted like strawberry mm. you know almost like having a i wouldn't say strawberry milkshake because it wasn't milky but no. the same sort of flavor as if you were to have a strawberry milkshake that was made on actual strawberries mm. without any extra sweetener yeah same same kind of flavors yeah and the most interesting beer from there was a brown ale mm. yes the flanders brown that was that was really nice. Yeah, I was surprised. Like made with uh, made with wild yeast instead of the more controlled kinds of yeast. And yeah, I was surprised at how good it was because mm. um, we we knew things like that weren't for everybody. Mm. And uh, but it was it had a very similar flavor to the ghost here. It was quite tart, but a little bit sour, but not not overly so. Mm. Um, yeah, we we had been told by uh, by by Matt that he's he's not a fan of it. He, mm. he normally likes brown ales, but yeah, but not but that not one. this one. Yeah, but we really liked it. Yeah. We both really liked that brown ale. Yeah, it was just a shame that we couldn't get a a growl of of it. They wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't sell it to us. Yes, one one thing that um, is occasionally disappointing about the craft brewery scene is that when they've made something small batch, they won't let you have a growler of it. No, you have to go there and drink it. Yeah. Which is not always a bad thing. Yeah, and that was a disappointment that we hit at at Semi-Pro, which was our next mm. and final stop. Yeah. that that was That's honestly probably my favourite place out of the whole trip. I really enjoyed going to Semi-Pro. They had some really interesting beers. They had a fantastic semi-imperial stout. Yeah, that semi-imperial stout was amazing, and you you got a growler of it. Yeah, and I also finished a growler of it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, because it it was a fantastic stout. Like was it twelve percent? Seven, seven and a half. And a half. That's right, yeah. because twelve percent is normal for a for an imperial for stout. An imperial yeah. stout, but it was a semi-imperial stout, so it was yeah about seven and a half percent. But mm. fantastic flavors, like deep, rich, full-bodied. Yeah, I'll be going back there for another one. I think. Um, and I had wanted to get a growler of the spiced pumpkin ale. Yeah, that was really good. Like, tasted pumpkin-y, but not weird. Yeah. Not, not weird not... like you'd expect a pumpkin beer to be. <laughs> yeah. I was really surprised. Mm. Like, very pleasantly surprised at how much I liked that. Yeah, but they wouldn't sell you one. No, they wouldn't sell me one because they, they'd only done a 50-litre batch of it. Mm. And, and of course... It, if it's really popular, that 50-litre batch will go in an instant if everyone's buying 2-litre bottles. Yeah, exactly. So, 
Obviously, they're just not going to do it that way because then, then only 25 people can try it. Hmm. Much better the other way, but just yeah, with... not for me. Hmm. Not better for me. <laughs> but with, when we were at Semi-Pro, the, one of the co-owners came came out and sat down with us and talked about beer and how he got into the craft brewing scene. Yeah, and how he had, uh, for a long time, been a gypsy brewer mm. and gone around and used people's kit at little breweries all over the place, making making his stuff. And then yeah. he met up with his co-owner and they got semi-pro and then they got serious. and They got actually pro. <laughs> yeah, and they, they went actually pro and started making some really amazing beers from, from their own recipes. Yeah, and then they got their own stuff and set up shop in South Brisbane. So if you get the chance to visit them, I do recommend they make some really fantastic beer and their owners are really lovely people. The guys at Semi-Pro made a couple of beers, well, at least one of the beers from that everyone Oof. was drinking at Oktoberfest, which is mm. quite impressive, really, because it seemed like a pretty small operation. Yeah, and uh, we we were uh, impressed when um, when the the owner we were talking to, Luke, told us that they had provided beer to to the German club because mm. you you normally expect beers you're drinking at the German club to be German to be imports. Yeah. And here's this beer, not only that's not an import, but that was actually made like a suburb over. Yeah, it was a a craft beer, which is awesome. It's just awesome. Like, craft beer is becoming so popular, and it seems like it's one of those those things that people are realizing can actually make them a lot of money as well. Because they, like, they, instead of bringing beers in... They make them themselves from scratch. Yeah. And so then you just, you open a pub, you attach a small brewery to it, Mm. and as long as the stuff you make is good... Yeah, you get all the hipsters. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, the stuff they make at Semi-Pro is good. It's really great. We we also tried their West Coast IPA, which um, I really liked, but once Mm. again, it it was a bit hoppy. I think for your like it was I like I enjoyed the hoppiness yeah. of it. I I don't remember. I don't remember. I've we were like twenty five beers in at this mm. point. And the, the the things we tried that were different, I had a Patters beer mm. and uh Stu had a Lackbury Sour. Because mm. we, we did try each other's Patters beer and Lackbury Sour. The Patters beer was very smooth. Yeah, it was nice. But it had an odd flavour that I didn't really like. But the pat the um Lackberry Sour was it was nice. It was that had that slight sour taste that I seemed to like. Yeah, no, I, I quite liked that as well. And of course, the other thing we had there was the Hydro Triple IPA. Oh, yeah. And that was a heck of a beer. <laughs> that, was, that, that was the beeriest beer I've ever had. Yeah. Yes, it was very... Quite very potent. Mm, very potent. I mean, strong in alcohol, but also strong in flavor. Mm. I mean, as someone who likes IPAs, I loved that IPA because it was very IPA. Yeah. You know what this means? We're just going to have to go back there and have some more. Yeah, we, we have to go back to Semi-Pro. And mm. uh, while we're not telling you guys to go to the places we've gone to, I mean, do, because yeah. the, the beers are amazing, but what what we will recommend, like as we did at the start of the episode... Check out your local craft beer scene. Yeah. If, if you're into beer, 
you're missing out if you haven't checked out your local craft breweries. Yeah, that that's it because there are some untapped gold mines out there. Because craft breweries are very small, there's a very good chance you could be talking to one of the owners and you'll be able to talk to them like one-on-one, ask them questions, um, talk beer with them. You know, it'll be yeah. great because and you get to have a, a more intimate experience with the the beer that you're drinking. And at places like Semi-Pro, the owners are also the brewers. Mm. So they can really tell you everything that's gone into it. and Yeah. And the, the best part is they love what they do. Yeah. And you can really tell when you start asking them about it. Mm, absolutely. Like, Luke's eyes just lit up as we asked him about the, the beers that they were making and yeah. how they got into it. And Yeah. It, it's, it, it was really nice. That's all I can say about it. I think that's pretty much it, though. Semi-Pro was our last place, and uh, shout-out to Matt for taking us on the tour. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. It was it was a fantastic day. And ten out of um, ten would do again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ten out of ten would do again. Um, for sure. This is just in case you're wondering. This is not a sponsored episode. We just had an awesome time. Yeah, and you know we, as people who love drinks and learning about drinks and knowing the history behind stuff, we really enjoyed learning about the local craft scene. Hmm, it was really good. I think we're going to have to explore more of the local craft scene in later episodes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of later episodes... <laughs> Here if, we go. What's yeah, next? If Well, if you want to keep listening to us, be sure to subscribe on uh, your local podcast app. Yep. Or hit us up on iTunes. You'll be able to find us as A Good Drop All About Alcohol. We are A Good Drop Podcast on all the socials. Um, you've, we've got a good old-fashioned website, agooddrop.com.au. And if you've got any feedback, comments, questions, uh, cool stories about your local craft beer scene, send us an email to agooddrop at gmail.com. Yep, and uh, our next episode, we're doing another blind taste tester. Ooh, what are we doing this time? So this time, we will be blindly taste testing cider. Cider. I haven't had cider since our cider episode. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since we've <laughs> hit the ciders, so this should be a, a good test of our knowledge and how well we've remembered stuff from last yeah. time we drank cider. Yeah, knowledge. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember anything from that episode. It was that long ago. But we'll see how we go. So thanks for listening, and until next time, cheers. cheers.